Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're reading the Old Testament this year according to my schedule, read Genesis 30, Esther 6, and Psalm 29. This devotional is about Esther 6. That night, sleep escaped the king, so he ordered the Book of Records, the Chronicles, to be brought in and read to him. And there it was found, recorded, that Mordecai had exposed Bigthana and Teresh, two of the eunuchs who guarded the king's entrance when they had conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. The king inquired, What honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this act? Nothing has been done for him, replied the king's attendants. Who is in the court? the king asked. Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the palace to ask the king to hang Mordecai on the gallows he had prepared for him. So the king's attendants answered him, Haman is there, standing in the court. Bring him in, ordered the king. Haman entered, and the king asked him, What should be done for the man whom the king is delighted to honor? Now Haman thought to himself, Whom would the king be delighted to honor more than me? And Haman told the king, For the man whom the king is delighted to honor, have them bring a royal robe that the king himself has worn, and a horse on which the king himself has ridden, one with a royal crest placed on its head. Let the robe and the horse be entrusted to one of the king's most noble princes. Let them array the man the king wants to honor, and parade him on the horse through the city square, proclaiming before him, This is what is done for the man whom the king is delighted to honor. Hurry, said the king to Haman, and do just as you proposed. Take the robe and the horse to Mordecai the Jew, who is sitting at the king's gate. Do not neglect anything that you have suggested. So Haman took the robe and the horse arrayed Mordecai, paraded him through the city square, crying out before him, This is what is done for the man whom the king is delighted to honor. Then Mordecai returned to the king's gate, but Haman rushed home with his head covered in grief. Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened. His advisors and his wife Zeresh said to him, Since Mordecai, before whom your downfall has begun, is Jewish, you will not prevail against him. For surely you will fall before him. While they were still speaking with Haman, the king's eunuchs arrived and rushed him to the banquet that Esther had prepared. This is God's word. Haman was a man on the rise in Xerxes' kingdom of Persia. Back in chapter 3 of Esther, we read that Xerxes honored Haman, elevating him and giving him a seat of honor higher than that of all the other nobles. That's uh, Esther chapter 3 verse 1 in the NIV. Haman was so influential that everyone else in Xerxes' regime knelt down and paid honor to him, according to verse 2 of chapter 3, because the king had commanded that. The only man who didn't kiss up to Haman was Mordecai, Esther's guardian. As you will remember from chapter 3, Haman wanted to kill all the Jews because of Mordecai's disrespect. That is how seriously Haman took himself and how deeply proud he was in his heart. Here in chapter 6, Haman's pride starts to become his downfall. Mordecai had saved King Xerxes' life back in chapter 2, verses 21 through 23, by exposing a plot to assassinate him. Now on the night of insomnia, Xerxes read aloud the record of Mordecai's heroics. That's here in Esther 6, verses 1 through 2. And because of reading about what Mordecai did, the king determined to honor Mordecai. Just at that moment, Haman showed up. When the king asked Haman how someone should be honored, Haman, because of his pride, assumed that 
he was the one to be honored, according to verse 6, and hatched a plan to get maximum attention for himself in the city. That's verses 7 through 9. But in a cruel twist, Xerxes ordered Haman to provide for Mordecai, a man he hated, the ceremony of honor that Haman had recommended. With no choice in the matter, Haman did it, according to verse 11, but was humiliated by the experience, according to verse 12. Those who loved Haman saw this as a bad sign and predicted Haman's ruin despite all the honor he'd been receiving before this time. We haven't reached the end of the story yet in our reading, but spoiler alert, they were right. Things were about to go very badly for Haman. His story illustrates Luke 14.11 in the NIV, which says, All those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Keep this in your mind. When you experience some success and gain some notoriety for it, pride messes with the morals of people. It causes us to think that we deserve things we don't really deserve. Pride convinces us that we are exempt from the laws of sowing and reaping, and that we can play by different rules because we produce consistently and so well. Many of the men who are caught in the Me Too scandals illustrate this very truth, just as Haman did. Don't let pride bring out the ugly in you. Don't let it lead you down a path of sin, because that sin will deliver you to destruction. Be thankful for any success you have, and stay humble. Keep serving the Lord and others, and let the Lord exalt you in due time, as 1 Peter 5, 6 says. If you found this devotional helpful, please subscribe to receive it every day in your email. Go to dailypbj.com slash subscribe and just enter your email address. It's completely free. And every day, an email will show up in your inbox with a link to the audio, video, and a transcript of these devotionals. That will help you to be in God's Word every day. If you would consider supporting me financially on a monthly basis, please go to dailypbj.com slash support and choose one of the support tiers that I offer there. Please share this with someone who could be helped in their own Christian life by it. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day.